G'day team, it's Tom here from the Internal Comms team, back for week eight of the Robcast. And as always, joined by Robert Moffat, our Director of Stores. How are you this week, Rob? I'm great. Thanks, Tom. Um, really great to be back here again. This will be interesting because there were two Robs on here today, so we won't know who you're asking questions to, but well, <laughs> I'm glad to be here. That's very true. I might use Rob and Robert. Oh, we'll see how we go, hey? Um, but, you know, this is a special week because this is the first week we actually asked you who you wanted on the show. So yeah. the results came back in, and the result was Rob McCartney, our Director for uh, Format Development. So a big welcome to the show, Rob. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for making me feel welcome. Not a problem. Now, now we want to start just with a question for you, Rob, just with everything that's been happening with COVID. Firstly, I just want to know, you know, how are you doing and, and what's your team sort of been working through in these crazy times? Yeah, thanks, Tom. Um, look, I think uh, there's a couple of different areas in my team. Uh, so one of them is obviously facilities maintenance, which uh, the teams would have seen helping out and about with extra cleaning, uh, additional trolley services, uh, and really trying to sort of support the teams through COVID. Uh, and then, you know, even uh, parts of our team that you would think would be quiet at this time in design uh, had spent quite a lot of time at the early part of COVID helping with the plexiglass screens, you know, to help course, support yeah. our teams. So lots going on in, in our group. And then obviously we're also landing renewals, which fortunately we've managed to keep continuing through this time. Fantastic. All right, well, the team has sent through a bunch of questions for you, and I've got a couple of questions for you uh, as well, Robert. Um, but I might start with you, Robert Moffat. Um, just a question around um, pay and whether there's going to be an increase for working through COVID. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, it's always come up quite a bit, and it seems that um, the, the team are referencing some texts, I think, that may, have, may or may not have come from the SDA. There was a request in the height of COVID that the SDA requested that all retailers uh, lift pay by $5 an hour, and I think they're actually lobbying the government hard for this. Um, Brad, on the 1st of May, came out and said that we are planning to do something to recognise our team um, who uh, helped us through COVID-19. The details are still being worked through. I think in the last week, We've obviously heard about um, some of our major competitors and made an announcement what they're going to do. What I'd ask the team is we are not far away from announcing what that is. Just please bear with us. But I can say that that information about the $5 an hour is not correct. And uh, I just want to put that one to bed and say that was an ask and a request from the SDA, a challenge to government, a challenge to retailers. But that's not what's happening. There will be um, an announcement from Brad um, soon about what we're going to do. And um, just bear with us. Um, you won't have to wait much longer. Fantastic. And one comms you've just sent out this morning, we're recording this on a Wednesday, um, just around packing bags. Can you talk to us a little bit about the rationale there? We are going to be moving back to packing bags for customers. I posted on Ask Robert at the weekend and, and genuinely wanted to hear from our team what we need to do because the feedback overwhelmingly from our customers is about packing bags is an important uh, service to them and, and, and many customers are struggling and many of our team are struggling. Our checkouts are not designed for customers packing their own bags. They were never designed for that. We've tried some adaptations. They sort of work, but they're probably not great. There's that customer-centric checkout, which uh, Rob and the format team have developed and will roll out to stores, but we can't get a 1,000 stores converted in the next couple of months. Um, and I've heard from team about social distance, and when, you're pa when the customer's packing, they're getting really close to the team member. And one of the things we've all got to remember is social distancing is going to be prevalent today, tomorrow, next month, and the month after. So we have decided to go back to packing bags. The reality is checking with the um, the health departments that it is a very low risk. And we are the thing that I've said clearly to the team is, if a customer's got bags that are unhygienic or dirty, just uh, swap them out for a new bag. Let's make sure we do it. 
Um, we'll do this for a few weeks um, to try and settle this back down. We're not going to do it forever. There's a sustain sustainability challenge. We just keep giving away bags. But we think at the right time for COVID-19, we'll have radio messages, we'll have in-store posters. We're doing the right thing. And I'd ask the team to embrace this because it is going to be part of how we have to operate going forward. And you know, uh, we'll review it, um, review it over time. But it's what we need to do. It's the right thing to do for team and for customers. Yeah, beautiful. All right. Well, thanks, Rob, for the clarity on those. And if I come to you, Rob McCartney, um, we did send out the call onto WorkJam for some questions for you. And the first one that sort of came through was, what's the next exciting innovation improvement that it stores are going to get to see? Uh, it's a really good question. Uh, look, I think two that come to mind that are in pilot this year um, is one is um, stores in more value demographics. We're looking at um, how do we accentuate the value messages and the great prices we have and the great offers we have in a slightly different way. We've done some trials uh, previously, but we're going to be going again on that. And then really exciting as well in conjunction with the whole team is uh, we're looking at uh, what do we do next as far as ethnic overlays for stores. So where we've got particular demographics where we need to better appeal to those customers, uh, we've got some great trials underway and coming in the coming half uh, that will be addressing that. Fantastic. And the next question I've got is, um, what is taken into consideration when distributing capital for refits, uh, sorry, refits and refurbs, et cetera, each financial year? So for the renewal program for the last four years, what we've tried to do is look at uh, need as far as an individual store, and it's a combination of a number of things. One is where is that store being outgunned by their competitor because obviously there's um, a share of the market that somehow we're leaving behind. Uh, that's a key focus. Obviously, voice of customer is critical as far as customers telling us where our store is probably not, uh, the fixtures and fittings particularly have not kept up with um, the environment in, in that sort of demographic. And then obviously also age of fleet. And one of the things we do try and do fo focus on a lot is stay in business capital where refrigeration and infrastructure is required, as well as obviously what on the floor improvements we can make. Great. Thanks, Robin. I've got another one here from Adam in Victoria. So big thanks to Adam for sending this one through. And Adam is wondering why we change the format so regularly. He feels as soon as we get a new look, it's already become obsolete, leading to big differences between some stores. And are there any plans to show some love to some older stores? Look, uh, thanks for the question, Adam. Um, it's interesting because since I've been here, we've had probably two variations on the format. So uh, maybe there's a couple of stores around uh, Adam that have obviously been quite dated. Uh, certainly, we're very pleased with the program we've had in Victoria and the updates we continue to make. Uh, also, what we are super conscious of is stores that don't necessarily make it onto the renewal list. We've also got a program to go through and make sure that we keep their base refrigeration and, and bunks, etc., up to date. Great. And a, team, uh, a question here from the, the Fresh Service team. They're asking, is there a new Fresh Service look coming out of, in a future refurb or refit? Uh, it's a great question. So particularly as part of, um, uh, obviously you would know through Renewal, we've upgraded um, a lot of the produce areas and we've got a program to continue with that. Um, with FME coming towards the end of last year and the real sort of reset of the fresh area, um, people tell me that's probably the biggest change we've made in, in 10 years. Uh, that's actually been part of obviously the ongoing renewal program as well. And then what we're doing is selected stores, we're trialling various dial-ups of that. For instance, in New South Wales, we had Mona Vale with a carvery and sort of more hot offerings as well. We'll continue to innovate in conjunction with the merchandise group and, and operations on that uh, in the coming year. Beautiful. All right, thanks, Rob. And, and back to you for one, uh, Rob Moffat. Uh, some of the team are having trouble getting the 3,000 bonus points from the new rewards app. 
What might team be missing if the offer isn't showing up? If I can be really honest, Tom, the the the, the answer is I don't know what they're mess, what they're missing because I don't understand what the problem is. I raised this with the rewards team today, and what I really need is the team to give me feedback through Ask Robert and just come and tell me what it is. Um, so I think that. We think there's issues with some Android phones that have got running an old operating system, which unfortunately won't let you download the app. Uh, that's really going to be down to your phone, and if you don't have a, if you can't update your operating system, we won't be able to let you download the app. I'm sorry, that's the reality. Someone did ask me the other day if we can buy them a new phone. Um, I can buy one person a new phone. I'm not sure I can buy 134,000 people a new phone. Yep. Um, the rest, I'm really keen to understand what the problem is. Um, it's really um, interesting that we've got about two and two and five people have downloaded the app so far, and it's $15. And one thing I've learned in all my years working retail, free money is free money. And, uh, you know, I, I find it really strange. So I do need the feedback from the team. Um, I've promised the rewards team will get the feedback. We may have to look at extending the offer slightly for another week. Um, I, I can't make that call, but I will talk to Hannah. Um, just, but I just need the feedback what the problem is because so what our team experience and um, so we can get this fixed. Great. All right. Well, thanks, Rob. Make sure you send that feedback through if you've got any for Robert. And, and one final one for you, Rob McCartney. Um, how do decisions get made on which stores get a refurb and when? Does, is customer uh, feedback and VOC um, taken into consideration? What sort of things do you look at? Yeah, 100%. So as per um, the previous question, I think, uh, you know, it's a lot more balanced now as far as what we look at um, and making sure that customer VOC is at the centre of everything we do. Um, and it's been really pleasing the stores that we've gone after with low VOC. And that includes car park VOC as an example uh, that, you know, we work with our property colleagues and make sure that, uh, you know, we make sure that gets addressed at the same time. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Is there anything you want to just finish off with, Rob? Yeah, I just think a, a big thank you to Rob and all his team. I think Rob mentioned it earlier and you asked the question, Tom. When you look at how fast we turned around checkout screens, how fast we increased the cleaning uh, capacity in stores, the Troy collection in stores, um, everything that the, the team worked on, they, they just made things happen at pace. And I was reflecting on uh, the height of COVID-19 last night. And I have to say that was one of the things that stood out for me is, you know, whichever part of uh, Rob's team it was, they came and they put their head down, they designed it, took the feedback and they refined it. And I think uh, that's credit to the, the whole team. And I think more broadly that, you know, our contract cleaning partners and our, and our trolley collecting partners, um, but the whole format team lent in and really helped us. So big thank you from the store teams uh, to you and your team, Rob. Thanks for that, Rob. I think uh, just one thing I wouldn't mind plugging quickly is uh, today we went live with Proactive Maintenance, which is uh, 135 supermarkets in New South Wales are now able to go and use their TC51 scan an item that's not working and then that automatically comes through to our team, uh, so no longer picking up the phone. Uh, by Christmas we'll have that rolled out to the entire fleet, but uh, so far so good today and it's uh, been a, a welcome uh, support for the store team, so just thanks to the stores that have gone through the pilots. We're still working our way through it, but uh, touch wood, some good feedback so far and thanks for the opportunity to join you, Rob. And Rob, I think, you know, I just talked before we record the podcast, there's probably a little bit of confusion about IT um, assets. So I think, you know, our team, the, the, what Rob and the team have launched is preventive maintenance for our non-IT assets. So I think if some of the team are scanning the IT assets and it won't work, it's because the IT program isn't part of this preventive maintenance at the moment. Okay, good. All right, well, thank you very much. And thank you to the two of you for joining us. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, Tom. Thank you, Tom.